Hey, podcast listeners, thank you so much for just taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to this episode today. Hey, I would love it if you would consider subscribing to this and also leaving a, a rating and review. That would mean so much to me. Thank you guys. Have a great rest of your day. So we're going to talk about the emotion behind money, and I'm going to give you a, a couple of little exercises or things to do to potentially move past letting emotions always drive your purchase decisions. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Find Your Money Path show. I can't tell you how much it means to me that you've taken a few minutes out of your day just to watch this. It really means a lot and I hope you get something out of this video. A lot of the time we think money is just about doing a budget. It's all about the numbers. It's just, you know, what, what have we spent? What have we earned? Dollars and cents, right? But oftentimes it's way more about emotion and about why behaviors that we that we have it's all about why we want to do something and oftentimes the dollars and cents side of money is oftentimes just the result of what's going on in our heart or in our emotions when it comes to the topic of money a big misconception is that oftentimes it's just oh the spenders are the ones with kind of the emotional problems or the emotional struggles when it comes to money because you know you've you've all heard of retail therapy or impulse buying but what I've actually found is that this goes hand in hand with both spenders and savers. If you think about it, on the saver side of things, yes, there's retail therapy and there's impulse buying when you get frustrated or you've had a bad day at work, you just wanna to go to the store and you wanna buy something or uh, you just had a rough long day at work and you're like, I gotta go out to eat. I'm just gonna go get a really nice meal and I'm gonna treat myself tonight. That's an emotional purchase. That's not a dollars and cents purchase. That's an emotional purchase. On the flip side of that, Think about savers. This was me, and this still is me. I have to continually battle this. Savers, you if you if you want to save as much just to continually build and build and build and pile up, that is an emotion, and that emotion can be fear. We're scared about what the future holds, so we want to pile up, pile up, pile up more and more and more. And we oftentimes have a really strong grip with that, and we don't loosen up. So if we need to go buy something, we have fear. We don't want to let go of that money. Or if someone wants us to donate to something, we don't want to let go of that money because we're scared. Again, that's an emotion. What about this? Have you ever bought something? And this might not be conscious, but subconsciously, do you think you've ever bought something a little bit nicer because you want to impress other people or because you know other people might see it or you can post about it on social media or on Instagram? I mean, I feel like I've seen this. I feel like people who have bought cars or have bought you know, certain houses or have done certain upgrades, and part of the reason behind that is because you know it looks cool and I can flaunt it and I can tell other people about it. Think about this, how often have you bought a new car over a used car? I actually heard this incredible quote. I was at a conference this past week and one of the, the organizers of the conference, he's been doing, he's been teaching about money for years and years and he's just a fantastic guy. What he said was, you know, if you think about it, if you buy a $20,000 car, $10,000 of that car is value. So it's 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 the part of the car that's gonna get you A to B, right? A $10,000 used car, it's not gonna be the fanciest car, but it's gonna be a car that's gonna get you A to B. So if you buy a $20,000 car, you're paying $10,000 for value, and you're paying $10,000 for emotion. I thought that was an incredible analogy and an incredible way to put that. I had never thought of it like that, but in essence, you know, Think about when you buy a, a really nice house or you get a, you know, a luxury apartment. All you need is a place to sleep, but 
we spend fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seven hundred, seventeen hundred dollars a month to rent somewhere when maybe we could have had roommates and just a place to sleep for five or six or seven hundred dollars a month. So that extra thousand dollars, it's an emotional spend, right? We're spending because we emotionally we don't want to either be looked at as oh they have roommates or they oh they don't live in that part of town or oh they don't have as nice of an apartment to me that is an emotional purchase. I don't know if you guys have ever really thought of this in this manner, but it this has just kind of really opened my eyes to seeing money a little bit differently. And if you think about it, how often do we make financial decisions through the lens of emotion? Whether we realize it or not, I think we do this almost all of the time. Even if you're a very logical person, sometimes that logic can lead to an emotional decision. Okay, so if everything is done through the lens of emotion, how do we actually go past that or how do we control that so that we're not always controlled by either fear or the, you know, the desire to stand out or, or for people to like us for our things? How do we get past that? So one thing I often ask in, when I'm working with clients is, what did your parents teach you about money? How did your parents handle money? If your parents handled money in a certain way, is that how you handle money now? Do you see any connections? Do you see like, oh, my dad was very fear-based, or my dad really was a saver and he wanted to hold on to it because he didn't know it was gonna happen tomorrow. Are you like that today? Or what about your mom? Did your mom? spend a lot and was very, you know, just always giving money away and always spending money. And have you noticed any of that in your life? How we can connect that to emotion is that if this is how we grew up and this is how our parents spent money, intuitively, in the back of our mind, we think that's right. Whether or not we can objectively look at that and say, oh, I don't like how my parents viewed money. Think about that, that's what we were raised with. That was our value system for decades. And if we've never rewired that, we're always gonna be thinking through that lens and we're always gonna be making emotional purchase decisions through the lens that we were given at a young age unless you know life or something like that has rewired that for us by, you know, if, if you got into a, a bit of a trouble with money, you might have rewired that thinking. But if you've never rewired that thinking, we're thinking and we're making decisions through that emotional lens that we've had from our parents. So oftentimes, to figure out even what emotional lens we're viewing money through, You've gotta go back and look, how did my parents handle money? What did they teach me about it? So the question of the day today is, what did your parents teach you about money or how did your parents handle money? I would love for you to let me know in the comments. And I know this can be a topic that can seem abstract and kinda of hard to unpack and hard to kinda of nail down, but I hope this video was a little helpful for you and at least starting to identify, you know, do I emotionally make purchase decisions or do I emotionally hoard money or save money? Again. I've taught people this for, you know, between the last five and seven years, and just until recently, just up until the past couple years, have I realized, whoa, I was a saver, but I was saving out of fear. And I had to connect that back to childhood and in just some of my experiences to actually see that was the lens, that was the emotional lens that I was spending money through or that I was you know, uh, that was my relationship with money was that lens. Well, hey, I hope this video was helpful for you guys today. I would love for you to like, comment, and share this video if you thought it was helpful and you got something out of it.